rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m., and you are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. My bad. My text message is just, hold on, man. Turn it off. Okay. Yes, yes. It is Monday, April 26, 2021. Good morning to all of you guys out there. Hope that you're having a great powerful, wonderful, and blessed morning. Uh, we got a lot of news to talk about, some good things going on. Got some updates from the weekend to tell you guys about. We had fun. And with me in the house, as we typically do, is B-T-P. Go ahead to clap for you. No, for no, okay, yeah, oh, wait, no, no, that's not it. No. Oh, no, what the hell? There Actually, <laughs> BTP, how you feeling today? Doing good, doing good. Had a good, good. weekend, yeah. Good, man, good, good. Ready to start the week. Yes, we are here. It's a Monday morning. Uh, we are blessed. We're highly motivated. All of the above. Um, so we got some interesting things to tell you guys about. Uh, we had a good weekend. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, it was uh, it was full of great things. We took part in the Aurora cleanup. Oh, yeah, saw that. Saw that. It was really cool. Yeah, the downtown uh, Paramount cleanup. It was a really, really, really good time. Uh, and I appreciate everybody, all the volunteers who came out. Shout out to the Paramount Theater and then I think the Paramount Civic Arts and everything. Shout out to Jim Corti. Put, hit, a, hit the clap for Jim Corti. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. Alyssa, so many people. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, large, large people. Big shots, big shots. People who are definitely down and dedicated when it comes to making our wonderful planet clean and nice and beautiful and pretty. Um, so when it comes to the news and the things that I have to tell you guys about, one of them has to do with the law. The other one has to do with um, history. And the other thing I have to tell you about has to do with food. Which do you guys want first? You want the food, you want the law, or the history first? Good morning, Francisca. Good morning to Greg. Good morning, all of our people checking in. Good morning to y'all. Love y'all. What do you guys want first? You want law, food, or history? Put it in the comments what you guys want this morning. I'll let you know which one, um, which one I'm going to give you first. If you, nobody comments like the next 18 seconds, though, I'm going to have to just... Do it for you. I'm just going to pick which one I think we'll start with. Maybe we'll do history. Food. Greg says start with food. All right, Greg, you win, brother. You <laughs> you win. Um, so when it comes to food, uh, first things first, I'd like to say shout out to Aurora Pancake House. Uh, that's just a thank you for them. But coming Every first Friday is the uh, food truck, the downtown, rather, food truck court. That's what's going to be happening. Grumpy Gaucho, Home Run Dogs, Red Hot Dogs, Yum Dum, and the Pizza Dude are going to be parked in the food truck court, providing menus with items such as empanadas, vegan hot dogs, bratwurst, and churros. Bratwurst, churro, you can't lose, can't lose. Uh, no. Um, what, what is... What is the correct thing to put on a hot dog? Isn't there like an etiquette? 
Uh, so actually, I did a little bit of research way back in the day of like oh. the different like uh, <laughs> uh, regional hot dog types. Like obviously, there's Chicago, which right. is um, like neon green relish, sport peppers, mustard, celery salt, uh, tomatoes, and onions, and a pickle spear. A pickle spear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, All right. But places like um, I think like New York, their mm. New York style dog is like mustard and like sauerkraut and onions. I think. Right. Yes. The kraut. The yeah. Kraut. Yeah. And there's a couple of different like weird variations too. Like a coney dog is like you know the chili cheese dog. That's yeah, pretty interesting. Okay, so that's the uh, so you guys need to definitely the next time you're here in downtown Aurora for First Fridays, check out the food court, and that's where the farmers market uh, also posts up. So it's that again, it's that parking lot that's right behind the new Chuck Nelson Center. So it's basically like Benton Street and uh, right there, that big uh, open water street parking lot. So get to know who these people are and their food because it's going to be very tasty and you got to come out and you have to support local. You definitely got to do that. I'm not a hot dog guy, uh, but I am a bratwurst and Polish sausage kind of brother. What do you put? I, what do you put in your Polish sausages and bratwurst? You know what? I like it just uh, a little bit. I like a little bit of jardinera on mine. Okay. I the faintest, faintest. Strip of ketchup. I don't okay. like it drowning in ketchup. Sure, sure. Uh, but well, actually, on my broth, I like a little barbecue sauce. Okay, a yeah. Little bit of sauce, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to try specialty sauces and things like that. Mm. So I like to try kind of outside the box stuff. Yeah, it's fun to spice it up a bit, right? Yes, exactly. Um, there's a really good. Oh boy, I can't think. I think it's Chef Prudhomme. Chef Prudhomme. Like if you go to Meyer, you go down the spice section. Chef Prudhomme has some great uh, rubs for your barbecue, different things like that. But there's a really good. Um, sauce that they make. Uh, it's a dipping sauce, but man, you put a little bit of that on it. The name escapes me. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But you put a little bit of that on it. Oh my god. Yeah, I like picking up. Like whenever I go to the grocery store, I'll see like a sauce that like I've never seen before. Yeah. Like some like down south country style yeah. sauce. Like I'm buying it. I gotta try. It. I gotta try. Mister Jim's. Like, yeah, I've never yeah, heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> Cousin Steve's uh, uh, steak sauce and fry sauce or I something like that. I feel that when it comes to food, when it comes to trying new foods, new spices, and things like that, you typically cannot go wrong. Your propensity right. for find for finding a winner or maybe something like it was good and I. I might try to get it, might not, is very high. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about anybody else, but it's very difficult to absolutely bomb and fail when it comes to food items sure, and stuff right, like that. Right. Matter of fact, you didn't you get some new chips? Didn't you buy some like off brand? Oh yeah, like Jay so. Uh, <laughs> like, everyone gets like Lay's potato chips, but I actually like the like the dollar store chips or like the discount chips or like the local stuff. For some reason, why those potato chips just taste way better? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like they just taste more. I don't know, potatoey, and so I love them. Um, so they were good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good. All right. That's good, man. That's good. I think I what was you, it? Uh, it was kinda, it was the save a lot. Kind of skeptical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The save a lot <laughs> brand potato <laughs> chips. It's yeah. like a picture of like some dude with glasses on the front that probably is just made up. So actually, interestingly enough, all right, I'm a Funyuns guy, right? Oh, sure. I yeah. love Funyuns. I love Funyuns. Well, one day, like price checking and everything, like the Funyuns were like what two ninety nine or something. Yeah, three yeah. bucks, some three and some change. The Jay Higgs onion rings, mm-hmm. right? Complete knockoff of the same thing. Were like a dollar and sixty nine cents. So I got a bag of them. They yeah. were good. Yeah, they were really good. They oh, were sure, like yeah. they were super tasty. Mm-hmm. It was great. 
Good morning to our friend Norma. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning to all of you guys. Francisca says, I want to know what other random knowledge Brent has that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got What a, else you got? What else are you, uh, are you full of knowledge? Oh, man. I, it, has, it has to be broad, but I can't like pull it out of my head until someone right. brings something up. Right. I feel you. And good morning to our dear friend and author, Victoria Hila Maldonado. Good morning to you as well. Yeah, so that was the food update. And shouts out to Aurora Downtown for uh, updating us and the whole world and letting us know what's uh, what you can expect when you go out and about in downtown Aurora. Uh, now, the next First Friday is going to be May 7th. And don't forget, masks are required. The time is 8.08 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Hope you guys tune in. Last week, we had Jeanette on for Friday. Jeanette's planning was a lot. Of, that was a good one. It was really good. Uh, we got down. We got down like grass on the ground. We kicked around some topics. It was really cool. Okay, so next thing that I want to talk to you guys about, um, Aurora Downtown is offering small business grants. Aurora Downtown's Business Attraction and Retention Committee is excited to offer a variety of grants established to support businesses, property owners, and initiatives taking place in SSA1. SSA stands for Special Service Area 1. Applications are accepted and reviewed at the BAR meeting following the submission deadline. There are three grant application deadlines annually, March 1st, July 1st, and September 1st. Applicants will be notified of a decision within 90 days of the application deadline. This program will make grants in an, in an amount of up to $5,000. Possible types of projects could include marketing, programs, and building. Marketing, supporting a market initial to promote your business, website, events, marketing collateral, etc. Programs, support a new series or initiative that attracts new visitors to the SSA. Possible products can include an art exhibit or program series. And building, support permanent improvements on the exterior or interior of a space and signage. Support will not be, excuse me, support will be considered for projects that improve the state of the building and may not be for repairs or preventative maintenance. Interested applicants should apply at the link that I am going to put in the chiggity chat. All right. So now, BTP, I, um, uh, what did you do this weekend? Where the heck were you? Did oh, let's you, see. Did you go out? Yeah, yeah. Um, with McCarty Mills for a little bit on uh, Friday. The hung Mills. Out, the Mills. Hung out with some friends there. Uh, did some karaoke later on in the day. Or at night, actually, over at Ballydale. Uh, shout to Dave, DJ Dave out there. DJ Dave. Mm -hmm. Pump that. Pump that, <laughs> pump that, pump that, pump that, pump that, pump that. Uh, yeah, Saturday was just relaxing. Just watched some movies, TV, just random stuff, you know. Hmm. Sunday, watched the new Mortal Kombat movie. There's a new one? Yeah, there's a new one that just came out, yeah, on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, was it good? It was interesting. It was kind of it's it's you know it. A lot of people didn't like it. I was hearing because it was just you know weird and corny. But you know that's a video game movie. What do you gonna yeah, expect? It's gonna yeah. be. It's like know? the Street Fighter movie. Remember right. that? Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was really bad. <laughs> With Jean Claude Van Damme. I mean, he went from like, uh, he went from like blockbuster kick butt movies to Street Fighter. Yeah, which, you know, like, didn't like, gross good. But yeah, us, us kids remember it. Yeah, it was good. How about you? Um, I had a good weekend. We had a good weekend. Uh, did some. Uh, uh, oh, oh. I want to say a shout out to Rock and Taco. That Fuego sauce. Remember the barbecue oh, sauce? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he gifted the show a bottle of that on your wings. Oh, was it good? Ooh, 
Ooh, nice. God. It's a fuego, like hot sauce, but it's not like overwhelmingly hot. Mm-hmm. So we barbecue. I'm telling you, just a light glaze of that on your wings. Then you put the grill, you put the top back on the grill, yeah. let it marinate with the smoke and all that, and yeah. then take it off. Oh my God. It nice. was just clap for the wings. Nice. Clap. Oh, yeah. yeah hit the... And for Rock and Taco. Oh. But yeah, we had a really good uh, we had a really good weekend. Uh, there's going to be an interview that debuts today. Mm. I don't know about this. This is a surprise. And uh, it 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 is a great interview, and you guys can check it out. It'll be posted at nine o'clock a.m. Uh, it was a wonderful interview. We got to interview one of Aurora's most well known political figures. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really All cool. Right. It was really cool. So, you know, the people, they'll be able to see that. Who could that be? I, you know what? We don't know who that is. So we'll it's, let the people see. Uh, Kane County Treasurer. Mr. Cunningham. No, it was not. I want to interview I was just like, I, I, was to just, I was trying to name like a uh, something that, that maybe yeah. doesn't, doesn't exist or something <laughs> like that. Like, oh, no, yeah, I forget that. Oh, man. Exists. Yeah, no, there is a Kane County Treasurer. Yep. The uh, Kane County uh, Department of... Uh, Street signs. Department of street signs? Yeah. Hit yourself with the womp womp. Yeah, <laughs> oh, do no. we have that on here? Uh, no, don't have it on this oh, one yet. <laughs> lucky you. All right, but <laughs> let's talk about history. So did you know that Phillips Park and a lot of our infrastructure here is named after an individual, James F. Phillips? Mr. Phillips was an American environmental activist known in the Chicago area during the 1960s for his environmental direct action under the pseudonym The Fox. Mr. Phillips discovered Armour Dial, the Henkel Corporation, had been polluting Mill Creek, which emptied into the Fox River, which violated a 1962 law that limited the amount of chemicals companies could dump into the surrounding water. Phillips created stickers issuing warnings that read, Armor Dial kills our water and Armor Dial pollutes our air. He organized a group to travel to supermarkets around the United States and put these stickers on bars of Dial soap. Mike Royko, a Pulitzer Prize winning Chicago newspaper columnist, called Phillips' attack, quote, the most ambitious anti-pollution prank of his colorful career, end quote. The prank was so su- successful, it started an independent boycott of all Armor Dial products. Phillips' seven-year battle with Armor Dial led to the state of Illinois suing Armor Dial's Montgomery plant for violating Illinois pollution standards. Born in Illinois, Mr. Phillips was first motivated in the 1960s to plug a sewage outfall after seeing dead ducks in the Fox River. In the following years, his activism included erecting signs criticizing U.S. steel, plugging sewer outlets, placing caps on top of smokestacks, leaving skunks on the doorsteps of the owners of polluting companies, and, in one case, transporting 50 pounds of sewage from Lake Michigan into the reception room of the company that discharged it. His direct action techniques predated those of Greenpeace and other environmental organizations. I want to say a shout-out to our dear friend of the show, um, Mr. James, who posted this uh, on the Enjoy Aurora, or excuse me, James Cardis, who who posted this, not on Enjoy Aurora, but of Enjoy Aurora, who posted this, because that is actually fascinating. Yeah, yeah that sounds really interesting. Shouts out. Um, I actually am a person who cares very much about the environment, and that's a great segue 
to once again highlight the great work that uh, Paramount Theater did this weekend. So I was with a bunch of people, and we walked all around downtown Aurora. We cleaned it up. We con- we uh, picked up 286 bottles of Skull vodka. <laughs> yeah, okay. That sounds about right. And about 2,881 cans or bottles of Steel Reserve. You know that mm-hmm. 211? Yeah. It'll start man. your car. Um, <laughs> there was at least 5 million cigarette butts we picked up. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I came across something that scared me very bad. I'm out here. I don't got one of the grabbers. You know the grabbers? You oh, like, sure. Ding, ding. Yeah. I don't have one of those. I got Ooh. like gloves. I got a big, huge brave, brave. bag. Well, they didn't have enough. Oh, okay. You know sure. what I'm saying? I was that's like, good. Brother good. Get they a had, had more people than <laughs> they expected. That's good. I was like, can a brother get a grabber? They were like, we're out of grabbers. I was like, all right. Uh, but I had the orange vest on and all that. And um, so I'm walking and we're down there. So you know where the condos are on River Street behind McCartney Mills? Right, yeah. There's the river down there. Mm-hmm. So we're down there and we're like by the water. And I was reaching to go pick up a can of Milwaukee's Best, empty can. And as I'm reaching, I pick it up, and, like, a spinal column was underneath the – it was like – it made me – the blood in my body ran cold. I was terrified. Like like an animal's spinal? Yeah, but it was big. Like, I saw the spinal column, and then I saw, like – the tibia, fibula, like femur bones and all that. And I was, it was big, but like kind of not human size. And I didn't find like a, I was like, oh my God. And then there's like a part of a rib cage and shit. I immediately started thinking like, yo, like CSI. So I got kind of spooked. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, sure, sure. I called like the, you know, the other women I was with. I was like, hey, (laughs) help. (laughs) So they came down there and we looked and uh we found the skull eventually. It it, it was it, it appeared to be some kind of big water rodent of some kind. Okay. You know, not a beaver. The teeth on the skull were not indicative of a beaver. Um, but it was some kind of big, huge water rodent. Oh, that's um, crazy. And yeah, it was the the skeleton was bleach white. It was crazy. Wow, it's been sitting there for probably for a while then or Yep, it was crazy. We also found a lot of like shells like clam shells around or whatever uh-huh. and um then i thought that'd be a cool life if you were like a you know water animal you, you, you eat fresh clams oh right yeah i suppose so right go back in your little hole i don't know how fresh they would be like in that river but you're right yeah They're probably nasty probably uh you know. seasoned right flavored yeah. right you ain't got no, uh, they're not grilled at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. So we cleaned up a lot of stuff, and it was a great job for the team. Okay. Art Market in Aurora was going on downtown, too, at Society 57. Okay, nice. So that nice, was yeah. really good. WGN News was out there. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, word up. We, we, word we up. could teach them a thing or two. Who, the news? Yeah, we could teach them a thing or two. They should listen to watch our show to get some tips. Hit the clap. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Hit the clap. They should. They should, yeah. Right. WGN. Oh, uh, friend, uh, Francisca asked in the chat, uh, did you find that tequila bottle that's been sitting in the corner of River and Galena for the last year? We did. Oh, yeah, because we were out there. We were all River and Galena. Yeah. So we did, uh, Francisca. We found, I don't know, it, it might have been like, it was either Jose or Don Julio, like the glass one. Yeah, we, we found it. We found it. There was a lot of liquor bottles around the downtown area, a lot. And, and here's what else, like, really infuriated me. Like, if you look at any bush in downtown Aurora, 
wherever you're at. So around the Wabonzi Community College campus or just anywhere. If you look at any bush and if you can't see the ground of which the roots are coming from, I would guarantee you that there are at least 10 liquor bottles in bushes. Like people just be drinking liquor and throwing it in the bush. Which is Next strange. To the trash can. That, yeah, yeah. There's, is, I was gonna say there's there's trash cans all over downtown. There's a place for them. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. Man. We were pulling liquor bottles out of bushes next to trash cans. It was crazy. Um, and then, so I've been cigarette free for seven years now. Nice. And I felt like, I felt, I felt like this was my purpose in life to pick up cigarette butts. After all that, you know, because my friend, they were like. Curtis, were you the kind of guy who just flicks yourself? I was like, yeah, you yeah. know, just smoke and just flick it. But yeah, now it's like, you can't do that. Yeah. Put your cigarette butts in the cigarette sand thing, mm-hmm. receptacle. Yeah. So yeah, Greenpeace is in the house. Earth Day, that's what it was for us. All about that. All right. Next news topic I got to tell you guys about is, did you know that the 28th, so which is going to be Wednesday, Volunteers are still needed. You must get out there. We need you. There is another neighbor vax event, second dose clinic happening on the 28th. Uh, this event will be held from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it'll be at East Aurora High School, 500 Tomcat Lane. It's brought to us by our elected officials, Representative Barbara Hernandez, Representative Stephanie Kiffelwit, Representative Keith Wheeler, and State Senators Linda Holmes and Karina Villa. So uh, please sign up for that. You can sign up by emailing Haley.RepBHernandez at gmail.com. That's Haley, H-A-I-L-E-Y, dot RepBHernandez at gmail.com. I've also posted the link for sign up for you guys um, on the chat, in the chat, and as a post as well. So please take part in that. All of the stuff that's going on with the volunteering, they need help with basic logistics, setting up chairs, guiding people to and fro. So please uh, take part in that if you can. All right. And appointments are still available for first dose Pfizer vaccines. Uh, the registration is and has been open at Canevax, K-A-N-E-V-A-X.org. I'm going to put that in the chat for you guys to take part in. Sign up, choose your location, and go on out there and get your vaccination. We need people to continue getting vaccinated. I think I saw that we are at 60% of eligible adults. Good. You're vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah. Good job. You didn't have any weird side effects? You didn't grow like an extra? Well, you don't have an extra arm. That's cool. I already, I always had that extra arm. That was before that. Oh. Uh, no, um, no, um, the first day, uh, the first dose, it was totally fine. Like a little bit of a sore arm. That was about it. The second dose, I was a little groggy the day after, but you know, nothing, nothing serious, nothing debilitating. Right. Yeah. No, it went totally fine. Oh, good morning to our friends, Alyssa O'Conn. Dora and Josie, good morning to y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We have some, we got some dedicated friends, man. We got some dedicated friends. Good to see you all. Good to see all of you great people. All right, the time is 8.23 a.m. And you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And I would be remiss if I did not tell you that May 14th is a big day. It is. It's a very big day. BTP, do you know what's going on May 14th of this year? Tell us. I think, I think you, could, you should be the one to, to, to break the ice. 
Um, okay, fine, I'll do it. All right, so May 14th, well, Good Morning Aurora's one-year anniversary is May 11th. Good Morning Aurora will be one year old, but May 11th of this year is a Tuesday. It's a school night. So May 14th is going to be Good Morning Aurora's one-year anniversary party, and it'll be at McCarty Mills. And we are, yeah. Oh. So it's so real. We're going to be at McCarty Mills, and we will be getting, getting, what will we, what will we be getting? Getting responsibly, responsibly. Uh, uh, festive. Festive. Word yeah. Up. Responsibly festive. Yep. Um, we will be having a lot of fun, a ton of fun. So much fun, it's not even going to be, I mean, they might call the police on us. They'd be like, do you see how much fun is going on in McCarty Mills? I want somebody to shut it down. <laughs> we'll be having a great time out there. And I encourage all of you to come out to McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street, Suite 8, um, to hang out with us. We'll be out there probably by like 5 p.m.-ish mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, it's going down. Yeah, it'll be fun. And it's going down. You're going to be there, right? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Um, so yes, all of you listeners out there, if, if you are able to come on out that Friday, please come on out. It's a celebration. It's going down. Victoria, Hyla, Maldonado, you should definitely come through. Yeah. Um, get some. See, see the faces behind these uh, velvety voices. Right. Right. <laughs> I know we. You know, BTP is single ladies too, so y'all can holler at him and everything. <laughs> He'll buy you a drink. Um, but yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great, great, great time. And I'm really happy. Um, and I'm really, you know, I'm really excited, man. And I want to say, I'm going to take a brief moment to say that I appreciate every person who listens to the show, who tunes in, uh, who shares what we're doing and, uh, all of our fans, our subscribers and everything. I want to say thank you. So this this one year anniversary that's coming up, it's a it's a big thing for myself. It's a big thing for the show. But um, again, people like Tracy Duran, Dora, Victoria Rodriguez, Gary, all you people, all of you people who have been listening to this show since it started in my bathroom, I really appreciate that. And uh, we got a lot more to do. And all we're trying to do is consistently every single day, hopefully make your day a little bit brighter, start our day off in a positive fashion, and support our shared community that's what it's about well what it's about, about. all right that's for you guys that's for the, that's for the listeners yeah, that's, for and the the watchers. that's right that's not for us that's for you guys that's for you guys like oh hey they clapping for <laughs> they us clapping for themselves. All right. on the back all right so next things next let's get into the next piece of news that i have to tell you guys about okay so um on may 29th I want you to get a bottle of water, get your running shoes, get a headband, and take part in a wonderful local initiative. Jesse the Law Torres's, excuse me, Jesse the Law Torres Boxing Club is hosting a memorial 5K on that day, the 29th, and it's called United We Stride. You can go virtual and run it your own way or socially distance outdoors at Wabonzi Lake Park in Aurora. 
The gym has been closed for over a year, and this is a great way to get back out, get active, and get back in touch with the community. Not only that, all registrants get a 5K participation medal, and anyone who raises $100 gets a free t-shirt. Uh, the event starts at 8 a.m. sharp on that day, and registration is required. I will put the link for registering in the uh, chat for you guys to take part in. Are you familiar with Jesse the Law Torres' boxing club? Um, I th- Maybe. Well, where is that located? Do you know? Uh, Off the top of your head? It's in Aurora 517 North Union Street. Okay. I think I might actually know that. Then. Let's see. Um, I think Mr. Torres was a police officer in Aurora for a long time um, and started the boxing club many, 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 many moons ago um, to as a way to intervene and help youth, you know what I'm saying, get out the, you know, get out the hood, leave the gangs and all that kind of stuff alone and, and, and channel that energy in a positive direction. Yeah, I should, yeah that's, right, that's not too far off from where I live. Um, yeah, I think they had they hold like voting there sometimes. That'd be like a bowling place. That's really? been like that before. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You box? No, I should. I was actually talking to that with about with that or um, about that with my roommate. That'd be cool just to kind of you know get some exercise, but also like vent out some frustrations. Oh, I didn't win in my video game. Ah, oh, punch <laughs> this thing. Uh, Super Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that. that that darn blue shell. Right. Uh, good morning, Tracy Duran, friend of the show. Good morning to all of our people. Muskrat. You know what? I think that was a muskrat, Josue. I think that was. Yes, that's probably what that, what that thing was, that big old rat that I saw. Um, after receiving monoclonal therapy after contracting COVID in January, Josie tells us she had to wait 90 days so the vaccine would be effective. Number one, done. Number two, on a couple Excuse me, a couple more weeks. Get vaccinated COVID-19. Hit the uh, clap for that. That's right. Health is important for all of our wonderful people. Party responsibly. Okay, people, put that on your calendars. I'm telling you, May 14th is going down. Copley 2 Park. Very cool. Karina Howard, good morning to you as well. The time is 8.30 a.m. And you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, G-A-M-M. S, the Great American Morning Show. That's what it is, y'all. What it is. Okay. So, um, did you know, are you aware, that in downtown Aurora, there's a great place to shop, support, and find Good Morning Aurora merch? Did you know that? I, I, I did not. Tell us more. Okay. Cotton Seed. <laughs> Cotton, <laughs> Cotton Seed Creative Exchange. Located at 8 North Broadway is a veteran and woman-owned business in the heart of downtown shopping. There you can find Good Morning Aurora t-shirts, and each purchase supports local news, art, and culture. It's also a place to find locally sourced artwork, merchandise, coffee, and even candles. Very cool. Head on down to Cottonseed Creative Exchange and tell them you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. And that's across the street from the Yee Station. That's... um. Video game place. You ever been in there? No, no, I haven't been yet. I've been to the print shop when it was over on, uh, was it Cross Street off a of river? I forget what the name of the street was. But they used to be down. They used to be situated right down there. Really? Yeah. Um, but then they moved their their print building to a different spot. But no, I wanted to go last week for the or last year for the the arcade thing. But yeah, I just never made it. So 
Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a lot of the old school games in there. I wanted to get in yeah. there too, play some of the you know I like the old school like arcade games. Oh sure, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Um, X Men, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom, any of those fighting games. Game. Yeah, I like Ooh. those uh, those like House of the Dead. Those are time time crisis. Those like gun shooting games. Oh yeah, those are you're fun. killing the zombies and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, remember the Terminator game where no, you had no. the you don't remember that? No. Oh man, there was yeah there was a Terminator game where like. You would, you know, you're, it's the Terminator. So you're working against Skynet or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. It was really cool. All right. Shouts out to uh, Treadwell Coffee. They've got a wonderful blueberry muffin in there. And uh, I think you guys should go try that. It's just bursting with blueberries. I mean, you can't even, as soon as you, like, crack it open, it's just they start falling out, man. It's really good. So shout out to all of the small businesses and everything that's going on here in our wonderful city. All right. Aurora Central Catholic High School is going to be hosting its virtual 25th annual Super Saturday Night Fundraiser, the 29th through May 1st. The virtual fundraiser will provide ACC families, friends, and community members with a guilt-free shopping experience that will benefit ACC's school tuition assistance program and sports facility enhancement project which includes refurbishing the school's gym bleachers. This year's theme, Silver Lining, will support, excuse me, will celebrate ACC's triumphs and perseverance through the COVID-19 pandemic. The free online event will give student, parents, and local community members the opportunity to support a school committed to the spiritual formation and education of young adults in the Fox Valley area for over 50 years. ACC is a college preparatory school rooted in faith and based in Aurora, Illinois. ACC has been committed to the spiritual formation and education of students in the Fox Valley area and surrounding suburbs for over 50 years. ACC began as two separate secondary schools in 1926, Madonna Catholic High School, an all-girls school, and Ron Cali High School, an all-boys school, merged in 1968 to form a co-educational school, Aurora Central Catholic. Very cool. Very cool. They're doing great stuff, y'all. So, shouts out to ACC. All right. Where'd you go to school? Um, a few different spots in Aurora when I was younger. A couple different elementary schools. We moved around a lot, but uh, eventually, yeah, went to the West East uh, West Aurora High School. You went to West. Went to West. Yep. Huh. Um, what year did you graduate? Uh, I would have been oh two, I believe. Okay. It's been so long, so I don't even really remember. Oh, were you a good student? No, oh, no, I was terrible. Really? Oh, I'll be honest. Actually, I dropped out, got my GED. So I would have graduated 02 if I would have stayed. But oh, two. Yeah. 2002. Remember, um, well, you're old enough to remember, uh, remember Y2K? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember? It was, I had, I had the a, whole world was going to end. Remember that? I had a teacher that uh, in our homeroom or something like that. Oh, this might have been before even that then happened. So she was talking about it, and she was, like, prepared. She was, like, telling us, like, she has, like, a gas generator, a bunch of backup gas cans, Mm -hmm. food, everything, like, prepared for. Like, she was convinced something was going to happen, and then, of course, nothing happened. Yeah, it was an insane, insane time. Mm -hmm. Like, it was an insane time. Um People thought, like, planes were going to fall out of the sky. None of the banks were going to work. Yeah. It was just going to be, like, it was going to be it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Yeah, I remember. I remember that night like it was last night. I was at a party, man, and it was just, you know, we were going <laughs> to bring in the bring in the new year. I remember like even though it was the world was going to end, like I was still I I think back now like I was still at this party. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care that point. Yeah, we like, were getting you know uh, let's go. Yeah, we were getting toasty. And the next thing you know, it was like what, 12:30. We're all still alive. Like, oh. <sighs> Turn the music Inter- on. Internet didn't take over. Yeah, like, no, uh, no, no, no. Robots it, didn't come it, out of from ah! the, from the pet from the future to take yeah, over. Because that was the thing. Like, and I think that's what's been consistently. Um, that's what the idea of an end of the world scenario has typically been, right? It's going to be Skynet, like in mm. Terminator Two. Robots are going to come, and you can't use cash. And next thing you know, people are underground eating rats to survive, right, and right. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, not to make fun of the situation, but there's a there's a large percentage of the skeptics of COVID-19 vaccines who believe that microchips, how they get microchips in fluid, they can't explain that. But, you know, microchips. <laughs> right, right, right. They insert it into you. Yeah. And the next thing you know, these aren't humans no more. These mm-hmm. are. Uh, We're all being tracked or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Besides your iPhone with location on it. Yeah. You know, your yeah, right? With your phone on, yeah, with your Facebook listening in. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you ever have you ever talked about anything like with some friends and then look at your phone then like, you know, like a little bit after and all of a sudden there's an ad up for exactly what you were talking about? No, but I tell you what has happened to me. Um I was talking to a friend about So I took this survey. It was Based, it was like where you would want to live, right? Like you take this survey and it picks the best place that you should retire. That's what oh, okay. it was. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. And it was it was really cool. And you just answer these questions and it'll pick out the best place for you to retire. And I did it. And apparently the best place for me to retire is South Carolina. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, snap. I took the survey, whatever. Um, And when I was online, you know, you get ads in like the right column. You know what I'm talking about? One of them one day was like, visit South Carolina. And they never, they were, there was never no ad talking about South Carolina ever before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the closest that, so I didn't like speak it and then the ads popped up. I did actively engage with something, pick different attributes and sure, then it spit sure. out South Carolina to me. And then after that, I started seeing ads and stuff like that. Yeah. The, 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 the weirdest thing is also how my phone, it's like it's a Google Pixel phone, and so it has like this little like search bar at the bottom. So if I'm talking about something with some friends, mm-hmm. I think it listens in. And so like when I'm like, oh yeah, what is the name of that movie? Like I know the first letter of it, and then like I'll hit the name like the th- the name of the movie, and it'll be like the first like one or two recommended results because right. it already kind of notices what you're talking about. And don't get me wrong, it's handy, but it is a little creepy too that it's just like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but see, here's the thing that I think people need to uh, recognize, though. Let's let's take a let's take a brief pause, and this is for all you listeners and everything that you guys do on a day to day basis. Let's take a brief pause and, and think about this. What are we as people consistently doing? We're making a playlist, right? When we work out, we're picking these songs. Uh, Spotify, Led Zeppelin radio, we programming it all the time. We go into I don't know if YouTube or wherever you 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 hitting like 
Oh yeah. It's asking you in some cases, like, would you like to see more of this? You pushing yes. Oh sure. Um recommended. Right, 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 right. Word up. Not only that, now now check this out. Here's where it gets crazy though. Um the other thing that we are doing as humans, some of us, you setting your alarm clock to wake up with certain music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're saying you don't want to hear Celine Dion. You want to hear Selena. You are actively switching and choosing. Remember the app Shazam? Oh, yeah, where it lets you know what music's playing in the background or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. playing ACD. You, so you let it hear that, and now, mm-hmm. boom, ACDC is coming up. We're actively picking what we want. So my thing is, is like, are they listening to us and spying? Or are we saying, give me more Def Leppard? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I, so, yeah, I think, there is a, I think there is a percentage of human responsibility that we all need to take and realize. Like, we are setting us, we're, we're making playlists mm-hmm. based on what we want. Yeah. And the technology is kind of responding to that. You know what I'm saying? And then there are options, I think, for people that want to have these, like use a browser with no tracking. There are options for things like that. I think even like some of the more popular apps like Google and Facebook, you can even choose. They give you the options to even like turn certain things off. I know they don't let you turn off everything because that's how they make money is right. like ad space. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you like cookies, you're, they're probably going to send you an ad for like some Chips Ahoy or Oreo eventually. But right. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's 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 something we kind of have to unfortunately sacrifice if you want these conveniences for free, right? You know what I mean? Very true, very true. Now, did I tell people that there will be a DJ? Ooh, you did not mention that. DJ Venom, pop the. Yo, go see who that is. Okay, sure. One second. <laughs> Somebody just came here to the studio. I don't know who that is. Um, but yes, so moving on. So yeah, remember that, guys. Remember that. Cotton Seed Creative Exchange is the place for you all to shop. And Aurora Central Catholic High School has that virtual uh, fundraiser going on. And that is going to be a great time. So I want to say thank you very much for all the hard work that they do. Aurora Central Catholic. Now we've got some SBA news for you guys as well that you need to be checking out. The Restaurant Revitalization Fund. RRF. You got to sign up to get the program details such as eligibility, funding amount, allowable use of funds, and more. Currently, SBA is not accepting applications for the RRF. However, you can prepare your application by reviewing sample applications program guides and cross-program eligibility. Um, Now, SBA.gov is a very good resource, and with the Wabanzi SBDC, Small Business Development Center, uh, they've done a lot of good and put out a lot of great information consistently. Our friend Noelia Ruiz, who will be here Wednesdays for Noticias Frescas, that's the news in Spanish, will be here um, on Wednesday and telling us more about the SBA News. And SBDC is a great local resource as well. The Shuttered Venue Operators Grant application portal aims to reopen the portal by the end of uh, next week, are still ongoing. If you're a live venue operator or promoter, theatrical producer, live performing arts organization operator, relevant museum operator, zoo and or aquarium, and you must meet other specific criteria or a talent rep, visit sba.gov to start gathering the documents required. And the SBA is still offering PPP loans until May 
31st of this year. If you didn't apply for the first draft, ask your banker about it or check your bank website, PPP loan information to find out. Don't lose the opportunity to apply. This loan is forgivable. All right. The time is 8.44 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And I am here in the house with my boy, B-T-P. Hit the clap for you, B-T-P. Hit it for yourself. Really quick, uh, one of our listeners, Francisca, she wanted us to mention uh, Fox Valley Youth Orchestra is doing a live stream for their spring concert tonight on Facebook at 7 p.m. Oh, thank you, Francisca. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, I'll watch some talent, talented uh, young you people. Can, see if you can find a link for that and put that in the chat for the people. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Francisca, good looking out. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right. So I want to say a good morning to our other people just checking in. Karina LaFontaine, good morning to you. Tomcats are in the house, says Dora. Yep, a lot of Tomcats on this show. We get Tomcats all the time. Uh, Fox Valley Youth Orchestra will be Getting that link, see if you guys can uh, check that out tonight. Please do, starting at uh, 7 p.m. live stream on Facebook. Very cool. Very, 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 very cool. Oh, The Giving Tree. The Jesse Organization fundraises on thegivingtree.com. Thank you very much. Marina Howard, good morning to you too as well, sister. All right. So it's 8.45 a.m. We got a couple more minutes to go here, and then we're going to get ready for another wonderful interview for you guys to check out to make sure that you know who and what is happening in our downtown shared Aurora community. Lastly, uh, the Kane County Forest District is offering summer camps for children. Oh, very cool. Now, um, they're bringing back these summer camps. The district will be offering week-in-the-woods summer day camps for kids entering first grade. Wow. Did you ever go on field trips when you were a kid, BTP? Oh, yeah. Those are those are the best parts of school days, man. Being like, a kid, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to be in a class. I want to go see some oh, animals. I want to go see some animals. See some um, actually, it's first through sixth grades and junior naturalist summer, summer day camps for children entering third through fifth. The Forest Preserve District will be following all CDC guidelines concerning the pandemic during the camps. For Week in the Woods summer camp days, children will explore the woods and fields with the district's naturalist staff. Camps are being offered in three sessions, each from 9 a.m. to noon. The first session is tracking and survival from June 21st to 25th at Johnson's Mound Forest Preserve in Elburn. The second session is STEM in Nature from July 12th through 16th at Burnage Forest Preserve in Elgin. The third session is Summer Unplugged from July 26th to the 30th at Leroy Oaks Forest Preserve in St. Charles. Children may be registered for one, two, or all three weeks of camp. The fee is $125 per child per week. And for those looking for a full day camp option, the district will offer Junior Naturalist Camp in partnership with the Geneva Park District. That will run from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Participants will discover a different forest preserve each day. Very, very uh, this is a great article that I'm going to post for you guys. There's different links depending on what uh, camp time and age range that you are trying to do this for. So I posted that in the chat for you guys to definitely check that out. All right. Um, anything we forgot? Um, 
Nothing I can think of, really. Told him about the anniversary party. We did. We told him about the party. Mm-hmm. We told him about Cottonseed. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get the uh, the two XL shirts in? Do you know? Oh, two XL shirts are still coming. Okay, They're okay. Coming. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna call this dude later on today. Like, yo, it's taking me shirts so long. Yeah, the you two might, XL shirts shirt. are coming. They are coming. Um, you know, for those of you, uh, you know, the big and tall sizes, they coming. They are coming. Don't worry about that. They are coming very, very soon. They will be at Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, <laughs> 8 North Broadway, y'all, 8 North Broadway. So, yeah, we've got a uh, – there's a great interview that we've got debuting at 9 o'clock a.m. today, so stay tuned for that. And we've also got more interviewing taking place all this week. The voice of the people marches on and will continue to march on on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. That's what it is, GAMS, the Great American Morning Show. It's Monday, y'all, so this week, um, you know, let's let's get into the mindset of winning all week long. I hope that you guys are ready to win, and I hope that this day is a prosperous, blessed, and safe day for all of you guys. Uh, last thing before we go, if you love what we do on Good Morning Aurora, send us an email, goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com. Holler at us, get to know us. We're also out and about in the town. We do a lot of things all over the place. As I've mentioned to you before, not only is this a local news resource for you guys, but we're also in the mix. So anything we tell you about, we are either doing it or hoarding it or directly involved in it in some way, shape, or form. I want to say thank you to all of our friends, Harry Beast Dog Parlor, McCarty Mills, Cotton Sea, Treadwell, Bally Doyle, everybody involved in small business here in the downtown Aurora community. Um, yeah, the time is 8.50 a.m. The interview is coming up. BTP, um, why don't you give the people the message of the day as we get out of here? Uh, let's see here. So what's the message that I be? Okay. So it's, um, starting to get a little bit warmer. It's almost May. So I would say let's, uh, let's try to spend some time outside, get active, walk around the block, rock around the neighborhood, go on some of the trails, enjoy some nature, you know, enjoy the, the, uh, you know, enjoy the nature outside, learn to enjoy it, respect it. And yeah, just, uh, have a positive, positive day. I can't wait for that bridge to open up. I'm trying to go on a bike ride across that bridge, mm-hmm. trying to see mm-hmm. what's really popping with that bridge. Yeah, so. yeah, it looks nice. All right. Enjoy this beautiful day, dear friends. And we are now live streaming on YouTube as well. So this stream is on Facebook, YouTube, every Monday through Friday morning, like clockwork. You don't have, don't, don't. Look, let me tell you something. Don't ask, are we? We are. We are. We are. You are motivated, and so are we. We are you, and you are us. There's no need to wonder, will they? Maybe. There's no maybes. We are, and you are too. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and if you're a trucker going from Boise, Idaho to Vacaville, California, down the highway, Breaker and Overcast are your apps. On behalf of Good Morning Aurora, we hope you guys have a safe, blessed, positive day. Peace.